Welcome to Monahan's North Bay. Mike's unique take on everything and your way to get plugged into our community. Here's Mike Monahan. This week, we continue our conversation with Corita Moore. She's the president and CEO of the ONR. And Andy Strawn joins me. He's a maple syrup producer. I have a few questions about maple syrup and the business of producing that sweet stuff. Monaghan's North Bay, it's brought to you by the North Bay Regional Health Center Foundation's Cancer Care Close to Home campaign. You can donate today. Go to cancercareclosetohome.com. Situated in the hardwood hills of Laurier Township, Sugarstone Farm. It was settled back in the 1900s and established as Sugarstone Farm in 2009. Andy Strawn, he is a professional forester by day, so he is an advocate for sustainable forest management. And every spring, he is a maple syrup producer. He has 1,150 taps on tubing system on his land and a dozen with traditional buckets. Uh, you can go check them out, especially in the springtime. Uh, here is my conversation with maple syrup producer Andy Strawn. Not unlike scotch tasting, do you have maple syrup tasting? Uh, we do, actually. Um, so I, at, at Maple Weekend, uh, for example, um, each producer is going to have samples of different grades of syrup. Um, they'll have, most likely have samples of maple sugar, maple taffy, suckers, barbecue sauce, and then all kinds of maple-y stuff. So different grades. What are the, what are the grades of maple syrup? So we have uh, golden Amber, dark, and very dark. And are those four, are they a quality standard or is it just four different kinds? Uh, it's essentially four different kinds based on on light transmission and, and also flavor. Um, golden um, is your lighter lighter colored syrup. Um, and and the very dark is, is basically the opposite end of the spectrum, very dark. Are they the same price? Uh, retail usually is the same price. Oh, okay. Yeah. So ba- based on your, your preference and what you're going to be using it for. So this is maple syrup go time. Uh, tell me a little bit about the process and tapping and when you tap. And uh, There are a few best management practices for tapping. Um, you're, you shouldn't really tap your, your maple tree if it's less than minus five degrees Celsius. Uh, what that does is um, you run the risk of having small cracks around the tap hole, and it does affect the, the healing process of that maple tree once off-season the tree does heal over. Um, so we want your tree to heal quickly after that. So a lot of the larger producers around this area have started tapping. Each year, it seems the tapping happens kind of uh, March, uh, certainly April at the at the very latest. Um, but when you're with the, I don't know, the height of the snow, when the is it down to a science or is it like an educated guess? Uh, it's kind of both. Um, optimism, I guess. Yeah. Okay. But histor- historically, it has started around the first week of March. Um, over the long term average, it'd be the middle of March. And so, what's the ratio from sap? to syrup so you need roughly 40 buckets of sap to make one bucket of syrup 40 to 1 40 to 1 roughly it's roughly 40 to 1 and that's all boiled down yeah so when you start boiling down sap like it's non-stop right it's it's a 24-hour process to get it down to 40 to 1 uh no depending on your your evaporator that you use or or stove that you're going to be using the quicker you can boil that water off essentially the quicker you're going to have syrup, I guess, is the, the short short end. So it's not a 24-hour okay. 
hour process, but... Do you store the sap? Uh, yeah, ideally you want to boil it fairly soon. You don't want to store it for too long. Um, it, it will spoil. Um, sap has natural bacteria in it. Um, so you do want to store it cool, keep it cool, or try and process it right away. So at your place, you uh, so you get all your, your sap, you're storing it because you can't be boiling it all at the same time. When when's uh, when's the boiling season done? Uh, typically, the boiling season or the syrup season is roughly a month long. Um, so let's assume this year it'll start the second week of March. Um, it should be wrapping up around the middle of April. All the boiling's done by the middle of April. E- usually. Oh, yeah. really? I thought you would yeah. like have it into the summer and just be continue to process and be making maple syrup like all all the time. Um, no, the making is usually about a month, but, uh, we do store, uh, syrup in bulk stainless steel drums that we can, uh, reheat and, and refilter, um, during the summer. And put them in the, then bottle it. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. Where is Ontario in the world of, uh, of maple syrup? Cause I've heard that other places are trying to get into it. So like Quebec is our, uh, obviously very big. Ontario is big. Um, but I heard like the United States are starting to tap some trees now. The northern states, basically the range where sugar maple is, um, which is the northern northeast states, are are fairly big uh, syrup producers. Um, a lot more private land down there, so you, there there are landowners that have thousands and thousands of taps, um, similar to Quebec, and there's also the eastern eastern provinces as well. When you get, uh, if somebody buys their uh, their syrup at uh, Costco, say, this is a bulk, uh, where, where's this coming from? Is this Canadian maple syrup? Uh, yeah, it's definitely Canadian maple syrup. Um, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> well, like, there's no there's no Chinese maple syrup. They haven't, the uh, Chinese no. haven't got into that yet. No. Or, so it could be, a, it actually could be a mix of American and, and Canadian maple syrup. So they would be a bulk I could sell a drum to, or two drums to someone somewhere else, and that drum may end up in a Costco bottle somewhere else. I'm not, doesn't, it's. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever tasted it? No, I haven't. No. (laughs) (laughs) Do I want to? No. (laughs) That's like, that's like saying, have you ever tasted a Johnny Walker Red? Because I'm I'm a Scotch fan. Yeah. No, haven't. (laughs) Never tried it. I don't know what you do with that. I think you make soup out of it or something. (laughs) (laughs) You're stuck up with with your syrup tasting. And I'm a, it's such an interesting business and uh, we're just getting rolled into it. Uh, I love it. I appreciate the conversation today. Yeah, for sure. You're welcome. Monahan's North Bay, plugged into our community. Here's Mike Monahan. Monahan's North Bay, it's brought to you by the North Bay Regional Health Center Foundation's Cancer Care Close to Home campaign. You can donate today. CancerCareClosetoHome.com. Karina Moore is the president and CEO of the ONR. Here is more of our conversation with the president. What does the ONR need? Do you need anything? <laughs> well, you know what? We're part of. You know, the rail freight division is is really heavily based on the mining and forestry industry. So right. um, when that is really up and, and things are really chugging in northern Ontario, that equates to more rail freight business for us. So um, certainly um, any type of upswing in that part of uh, the world uh, is, is a really good thing for Ontario and Northland. So and, and honestly, I see a lot of 
uh, different things happening in Northern Ontario for freight opportunities, which we haven't seen in the last uh, number of years. It seems to be shifting, which will be really good for us. Stuff like, um, you know, I, I don't know if you'll know this number, but um, like, how much is a kilometer or a mile of track? Is that someone told me it's a million dollars a mile or something to do with track? Depends, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that would be the same for a highway, right? Is that is there a difference there? Like we talk about, you're talking about this ring of fire. They're talking about trucking and rail and mm-hmm. and uh, one or the other. And they said, oh, well, you know, uh, railways a million dollars a mile. And I'm thinking, I, I think a highway is too, and it doesn't last very long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it depends on the train and everything. Um, but rail is sometimes a bit more than highway. But it's an interesting thing that we we deal with as a railway because we're always looking for capital whereas highways are we're just provided them as citizens of of the world right Right. it's it's something that we rely on and so part of what we're trying to do is just hit home the impact of shipping more by rail and you know we have i'm passionate about the impact that railways can have in our country and the fact that they are so, so good for climate change and, you know, one of the transloads we have is for propane. So now you get all those propane trucks off the road onto the rail line. It increases road safety, decreases road maintenance. It's just, it's such a fit that we need to look more at that and really um, cherish the railways that we have. Anyone that's driven north um, knows that uh, it's it's difficult. It's painful. There's so many. <laughs> there are so many trucks. Yeah. Um, and now if you're just going to Tomogamy or, but if you're going to like do North Bay Long Lock, which oh. I've made, I've made the okay. trip. Yes. It's like, you know, it's an eight hour drive um, when you Perfect. do your calculation. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you start uh, running into the traffic and the trucks and the two lanes and mm-hmm. um, I think there's a big argument for it. That's for sure. Well, um, I think that there's you know, the trucking industry as well is going through its own transformation. And we're really um, fortunate to partner with a lot of the trucking companies because we all play a role in the supply chain, right? The the class ones will ship anywhere to North America and we'll have this, you know, we have 700 miles in Northern Ontario. And if we go to that transload and then the trucking company takes it the last mile to the farm or to the propane company or whatever it is, that's a very strong supply chain that works for everybody. And, and in consequence takes trucks off the road. Monahan's North Bay. It's brought to you by the North Bay Regional Health Center Foundation's Cancer Care Close to Home campaign. You can donate today. CancerCareClosetoHome.com. This has been Monahan's North Bay, and now you're plugged into our community. Subscribe now and listen to the next episode of Monahan's North Bay with Mike Monahan.